Thank you so much for listening to the Spooky Door Podcast. Before we get into this episode, I just want to say that you can now watch our episodes and not just listen to them. That's right, we're now uploading all our episodes onto our YouTube channel. On top of that, we have a lot more content coming out, such as top 10s and videos highlighting certain topics. Of course, we will always maintain our audio form as well, but now you can watch the episodes. Check out thespookydoor.com or search for the Spooky Door Podcast on YouTube. Thank you so much for being a listener and we appreciate all the support. Venture into the shadows with hosts Jordan and Ashley as they peel back the veil to reveal in-depth images into a different realm. One of strange events, places, occurrences, phenomena, and sometimes even horror. Join them as they journey through the spooky door. On this episode, Ashley and I sit down and talk about curses where they come from, the history of them, and some of the most famous curses throughout history. We share our own beliefs about curses and some of our own experiences with them as well. So sit back and venture into the dark world of curses. And welcome to the Spooky Door. On today's episode, it's all about curses. Yeah. Where they come from, what they are, the history of them, and we're going to dive and in. And why you shouldn't mess with them. And why you shouldn't mess with them. And we're going to dive into some things that are famously known to be cursed and some things are probably not so famous so we're going to go all over the place today and when we get done there's still going to be people who are going to want to mess with them probably that <laughs> and also people are going to be mad, mad at us because we forgot to mention something right, that's well, famous or whatever so i feel like that comes with the territory somebody's always mad at you for something right so to start off what is a curse um so a curse is basically um, when cursed energy, so the whole premises of that is there's different types of energy. Everything has energy. So when cursed energy leaks from a human as the result of pent-up emotion, like anger, sadness, um, I feel like you see the best example you can see of this is in a lot of Korean and Japanese horror films. That's usually the premises for those is some right. type of pinup cursed energy. Um, but the energy builds up and it's kind of like a sediment. Mm-hmm. And until the actual energy is so built up that it takes a form. Thus creating negative emotion that flows out of the human and it is collected into a place or object hmm. as a curse. Um, which with, to elaborate on that too, sometimes that can happen on accident. Um, which you hear, you know, a lot of stories of something being cursed on accident. But then there's also situations where people create curses on purpose. Right. What do you think about like a, this is like an interesting conversation, like topic for this. We think about something like versus bad luck. Like what's your take on that? Do you think like something like, you know, there's like certain sports teams like how I don't believe in luck. that stuff. You don't believe in luck? I don't believe in luck. I don't, believe in luck. I don't believe in bad luck or good luck. I just luck is not something from my and I'm basing that on my personal life experiences. Um, I don't believe in luck. Mm, I believe I I'm a very yeah I'm a very um, science based person. Okay. Very into scientific logic. Um, so <laughs> luck to me that does there's no scientific basis for it. So, so okay, let me ask you. I this. don't believe in. So it. we think about like certain sports teams, like you know like. I think was it the Cleveland Indians are supposed to like cursed or something like that because they lost a player or some 
Chill I think it's a load of shit. It is a load of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just people making excuses. Super, like superstitious. Because you lost your best player and now you can't win because that person was clearly carrying your team. And I think maybe we need to do some self-examination at that point. And right. we're just like, that's what they called shifting the blame. Ah. That's the term for it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is an interesting already way yes. of starting off. Yes. Which is weird too. I like a lot of people are surprised to hear me say stuff like that because like being pagan and having the beliefs that I believe <laughs> they're like, Well, you don't believe in luck and you're like just very more so on the side of science when it comes to thing. I'm like, Yes, yes. But there is scientific basis to paganism, which is sure. why yep. Yep. I believe it. Totally off subject, but back onto the curse <laughs> subject. All right, curses. Uh, top of your head, what's the most famous curse you can think of? Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, no, you're going to put me on the spot. Top of them, put you on the spot. Oh, I don't think I could pick one. Really? Of all the ones out there? No. <laughs> because there's so many different types. Like, we've talked about, that. like, for example, we've talked about haunted dolls before. Right. That can be a curse situation. We've talked about haunted houses a lot of times. Haunted houses can be because of a cursed situation. Um, there's a lot of, I know. you know, again, referring to like Korean and Japanese folklore as far as like the horror films you see is based on like their beliefs. And there's right. a lot of good like true curses if you research that you can find out of that too. And I think those are like part of the most interesting, but I just, I don't think I'm surprised. Too many of a variety. I can't, I'm surprised you didn't go for the very first obvious one, which would be Egyptian. I mean, that was used to, like, you know, prov- uh, to prevent grave robbering and everything else. And yeah, that's why they I mean. put curses on their, like, graves and their. That <laughs> I do. That's okay. That's something I do well, believe to a degree. Like, some of the stuff they blame on the curse. I'm right. like, okay, that clearly wasn't. But there is stuff, like, obviously doing the research, a good example of that. And I'm not going to get into the details because there's so much detail well, we behind it. Talk but about the King Tut. That's what you said. We're talking about King Tut. Some of the stuff that happened is very obviously not related to the curse. But I right. do believe that those, you know, those burials that was were not intended to be touched. Um, and we, of course, are humans, and we think we have yeah. to know anything, and we have, think we have to know everything about everything, even though that's not going to change the outcome of our lives. But we do. Like, so we'll go dig dead people up. Right. And well, supposedly... I wouldn't want to be messed with if no. I was buried. I wouldn't want somebody to touch me. No. I'm going to curse myself when I... <laughs> curse your own grave i'm cursing my own grave right. and if i'm not gonna have a grave that i'm going to get cremated but i'm still gonna curse my ashes all right anybody messes with him <laughs> so with the king tut supposedly everyone most people involved in the you know discovery of king tut died of mysterious circumstances yes. that's the that's the rumor and that's the story um kind of similar to Oti the Iceman, who is found in the sweetest alps who died i think 15,000 years ago or some crazy stuff like that. And they found him in the, in the Alps and there is like eight of the original people who were part of his discovery or part of his life then like being found um, have all died. They're from uh, all kinds of weird things. There's one guy, uh, he, the, one of the main guys, the guy who actually found him, he died in an avalanche in a like during with a with a group of people and he, <laughs> he was the only one of his that, of his group that, that died. died yeah see that i can be like so, okay that's so there that's was a curse yeah there was like nine people involved eight or nine people involved in his discovery and all of them died 
But at the same time, there's also been thousands of researchers and scientists who have looked at this body and done everything else. So it's like, well, why did these right. people get affected, but not these other ones? So there's that's where like the superstition comes from. Even when the scientists himself, they asked him about the the curse, and he thought it was a bunch of bullshit. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think it's important to in those situations to look at all of the facts right. and be like, okay, is this explainable scientifically? Um, or well, I mean, if it's not, then curses in general are not 100% science. I wouldn't say they're scientific. Well, that's, that's kind and of that's the point I'm making. Kind of that's the point I'm making. If I can sit down, if somebody's like, oh, that's a curse, but I can sit down and be like, oh, well, there's actually a chain of events that led up to that. It's not a curse. That just is a misfortune. Well, Sorry spe- about, you know. Now, speaking of graves, like <laughs> Shakespeare cursed his own grave. Um, at the time he was buried. Good for him. Yeah, he was supposedly buried uh, around the time he was buried that um, grave robbing was a big thing. So he was afraid of that. So he actually put a curse on his grave. And I forget when um, they were going to move the grave because they were a bit like doing much construction. And um, they couldn't find anyone to move it. <laughs> well, that's like... Because um, they were afraid and everyone was afraid of touching it. That's like when we went to Cleveland in that first um, grave that we gravesite that cemetery that we went to, where they had moved stuff around. Oh and yeah, it, yeah. Like that was definitely. Um, there's a really good movie, totally off subject, about grave robbing. <laughs> that is way off subject. Um, well, it's just I I just thought of it and I brought it up because oh. it's um not well known, but it's called I Sell the Dead. If you've not seen it, I recommend it. All right. Back onto the subject of curses. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so we've been talking about graves and places. Anywhere you go in Egypt where somebody is buried. Probably. Most likely <laughs> cursed. Um, I think another thing that's important to look at is haunted houses. Because right. that can be because I of mean, if something's haunted, I mean, they're... There it could, could be a curse. It could it, I be mean, a curse. It's kind of kind of one and the same. I mean, you look at Annabelle the doll, would that be considered something that's cursed or something that's just right. possessed? Or I mean, it's kind of both. Yeah, right. Cursed and because that's the thing. I feel like cursing can go with like hand to hand with something. Right. Else. There's also the um, famous movie uh, Thinner, Stephen King's Thinner. Which is a book, obviously, and then the yes. movie, but about the guy who was rude to a gypsy woman and she cursed him. Just, so he, no matter what he did, he was constantly like losing weight and becoming like a skeleton. Yeah. yeah. So there's like there's the romanticized movie versions and story versions of curses as well. Yeah. I mean, if that's the case too, you can also look at like uh, the original zombies, you know, from like Voodoo. I mean, that's like basically you're cursing somebody to kind of have your control over them. Uh, yeah, I think you have to be careful, though, when you talk yeah. about voodoo, too, because there's always the assumption that like. I'm talking I'm talking directly about the Hollywood. Right. Hollywood I'm just, yes, like I, that's what I wanted stories, to clarify, because, you know, a lot of people. But um, there is stories involving. Don't realize that for the most part, voodoo is not. Well, yeah. A negative thing. Right. Just want to clear the air there. <laughs> but I'm talking about. Strictly the stories involving people being turned into like a mindless zombie, which even in voodoo, Ooh. there is that. The Hope Diamond curse. The Hope Diamond is, it's a like, it's a necklace yeah. for those of you who aren't um, familiar with it. My best way to describe it, if you don't know what it looks like, it looks like the 
necklace from the Titanic movie. Well, the, except that, it's in the shape of a circle instead of heart. They based them. They based it off the Hope Diamond. But anybody who owns it dies a slow and painful death. Really? Because it was stolen. It's a stolen object, which is how oh. it got cursed. It was stolen. Um, it, they say legend has it the original thief that stole it from India. Um, was torn to pieces by dogs and everyone else who's been involved with it um, has met horrible deaths it's either missing or it's currently at the smithsonian i thought it was at the smithsonian i think it is but i think prior to that it was missing and then they found it Hmm. but i guess if there's something that keeps going missing and you don't want it to go missing again the best place to put it is probably the smithsonian museum right nothing is getting out of there (laughs) nothing well and also no one's gonna mess with it either and there's this whole list of uh stuff there's all these conspiracies about like stuff that's in the vatican museum as well or not museum the vatican vault and they have all these like cursed objects and all these like horrific things oh yeah i've heard about that i yeah i feel like like every book that's you know like all this crazy stuff that's been like written and stuff like that is in the vatican vault supposedly have you ever heard of the woman from limb no. Have you heard of this? Okay, this is one of the weirdest ones. When I was doing a bunch of research on this stuff, Woman from Lem is a strange-looking statue dated back from 3500 BCE, carved from pure limestone. Um, it was found in a dig site in Lem, Cyprus in 1878. So this thing is... This thing? It's like a It's a weird... It's a goddess statue. That's what it is. Mm. Um, That's probably why it's cursed. Yeah, right. Uh, let's see. Sometime I have a little bit of information on it. So everyone who's ever owned this thing died. And then like their entire family died with them. So it's not just like it killed the owner. It right. killed like everybody. So now it's um, <laughs> in a glass case and uh, in a museum. And then the curator who originally accepted the, the, the statue died as well. So this is listed as one of the most cursed objects in history. And no one even really knows where it came from or where, like, the history of it is. Everyone just knows it's some kind of goddess statue, but that's about it. Um, it's a really weird-looking um, statue as well. I'm pulling it up. While you pull up, I remembered another curse that I completely forgot about that is probably... Um, it's easy. I feel like a lot of people know about it, but it's easily forgotten. But I feel I feel like it's just a very interesting little piece of knowledge is the Curse of Macbeth. Do you know this curse? Uh, well, I know about the, the play is supposedly cursed. Yes. Um, so if you're in the play, or even if you're not in the play, if you're talking to somebody who is, it is bad luck to wish any actor in the play good luck, it, which is where you're, why you're supposed to tell them to break a leg. Right. Um, that's where the saying comes from. Um, anybody that's been told good luck has had a trage- tragedy befallen upon them. Um, so... I just think it's a very little interesting thing of, um, I feel like a good example though of people saying, oh, this is a curse and it's probably not is the, uh, you know, the crying boy paintings. Oh, there's a whole list of paintings that are supposedly cursed. Right. But you know, I'm talking about the ones yeah. with the little boys that cry in it. So there's the belief that if you hang it in your house, your house is going to burn down. Mm. Um, however, in the time period that this all happened, that was a popular fad to have a crying. Um, so if so many people owned them, the logic is if so many people own these, 
of course you would get a higher percentage of houses. Right. Well, also... But then there was also a firefighter, I guess, who yeah. was like admitted that like he wasn't going to take sides. He was like, yes, I've had a lot of houses have them in it, but that doesn't... There's a lot of famous uh, cursed paintings. But on that with the houses, that's why mirrors, because mirrors used to be made out of silver, so they're very expensive, and that's where the whole thing of seven years bad luck was to prevent people from breaking them because they cost so much money. That's why the seven years bad luck curse. Is Which I've mirrors. never believed in that. I that's never believed in that. Well, especially now. That in the... Because mirrors now are made out, not even, they're made of, they're not made out of silver. That <laughs> and, okay, so that and the don't walk under a ladder, don't put an umbrella up in a building, I think, are stupid ones. That I never, yeah, I never stood the ladder one. Black cats, I definitely don't believe in that. No, black <laughs> cats are not. Bad luck. <laughs> but as far as paintings go, there's several famous haunted paintings or cursed paintings, not haunted paintings, depending on how you look at it. Okay, there's also the painting The Hands Resist Him, which is the painting we have up right now, which is regarded as one of the most creepiest paintings ever made. <laughs> it's pretty creepy, yeah. Hit, um, this one is the painting has been blamed for the death of the gallery owner and the first critic to ever review the painting. Uh, this is the one that has a little boy. Supposedly, there's even been stories about like gunshots being heard, voices being I heard. I have children. about what was going through his head when he painted this. This thing's terrifying. So there's like hands, there's a doll, and then like the little boy's face is just staring he's dead so at happy. you. Yeah, and he's like staring dead at you too. And then there's like the little weird moon. Like this is, yeah, it's really creepy. Um, I don't know. I don't know what why this was even made or what was going on but it's that's why i'm saying like what was going through his head i feel like maybe he experienced some trauma so there's also another famous painting uh it's called the anguished man oh i know this one and this one uh there's actually even videos on youtube of uh people the guy who owns it like having it in his house Reportedly, odd things happen when this painting is uh, <laughs> from things being moved around, doors slamming, doors opening, people hearing screaming in the middle of the night. And reportedly, the <laughs> artist is unknown and is supposedly painted with human blood mixed yeah. into the oils as well. So um, this is another famous cursed painting. But is that, have you found any um, proof of that? Like, have you researched whether, because I feel like I vaguely recall they ran tests on in the paint. Well, there's a video. Let's book it up. Yeah, I vaguely recall hearing that they read tests on the paint. I don't remember if they found it to be actually there or not. So this is the okay. So this is the video of the English man, anguished man on YouTube, and he even has his own YouTube page. Again, what's with these like things having more social media than us? <laughs> I don't know. Apparently, we just need to curse ourselves. Oh, I've just set the picture of the English though. man back up right. in the top bedroom. I'm going to record it for approximately eight hours and see if we can catch some of the activity on video. I'll just give you a quick look at the painting first, close up. I think it's so creepy looking. It's a lot bigger than I thought it was too. As you can see, some of the paint is starting to crack. It's still on its original wooden frame. Why are you even touching it? Well, he owns it. <laughs> Someone want to touch canvas it. seems to be coming off at the bottom there and here. But apart from that, I think it's in reasonable condition considering his age. So I'm going to set up the recording equipment and leave it for approximately eight hours 
and I'll leave the light on. Left the camera recording for a total of approximately eight hours over three consecutive nights. This is what I recorded. 13.02.11, approximately 2.30 a.m. A slight scraping sound can be heard. Once again. All right, approximately at 4 a.m. The door suddenly swings shut. There are no drafts in the room, and everyone was asleep. Once again, what do you think? I'm not convinced, honestly. I haven't seen anything happen or heard anything that... I mean, it sounded like it was like scratching on the painting. The door shuts and then it like bounces back open. Okay, so this is a couple nights later, approximately 1.30 a.m. Loud bang can be heard. Once again, everyone is asleep. It sounds like something is falling. Someone dropping something off camera. Right. Once again. It literally sounds like somebody's standing right behind the camera dropping something. That's exactly what it yeah, sounds like. it sounds like. like to me. Shortly after I moved the painting back upstairs, my wife felt something struck her hair in the bathroom. I'll stop the camera again shortly, but in the meantime, the painting is being locked away in the cellar. I mean, I'm not saying it's not, but that didn't convince me. Right. <laughs> so... I'm disappointed. I am too. I've, I've watched parts of that video. I haven't watched it all. So that was so the first time I've watched all of it. The painting, he mixed his blood in. Mm -hmm. And then shortly after he finished the painting, he killed himself. The guy who made that? The guy who made the painting, who painted the painting. But so the it makes you wonder, did he just coincidentally kill himself afterwards? Or was like that the plan? Like, I'm going, I'm so anguished and upset that I'm going to mix my blood into this painting and then I'm going to kill myself and I'm going to curse this painting because I just like, I hate the world so much and I just want everybody else to be unhappy if they see this painting. But the painting is done by unknown. Um, <laughs> that's <laughs> what it says though. It says so like, it. If, if, if they don't know who painted it, how they know the. That's the himself. rumor. That's the rumor that he killed himself after whoever he is. <laughs> he killed himself and. That's why it's cursed hmm. because he was, and that's where the name anguished man came from because he killed himself after he painted it. I'm not, I'm not doubting it, but I'm also just kind of finding it funny because I'm, it's yeah, I just as unknown. Right, right. No, like I, I'm just saying, I'm just saying it's those like, are um, the facts. They're not facts. I guess they're not facts if they're not proven, but it's like, that's um, what they say. Okay. We're, we'll, we'll, the big <laughs> one, we'll go ahead and talk about it. the Dybbuk box. The Dybbuk box. The Dybbuk box. I will okay. explain this because not a lot of people are familiar with what that is. Okay. If you don't know what the Dybbuk box is, it has a very long, kind of jumbled history. Uh, in short, supposedly it was made during or after the Holocaust, and it seals, there's supposedly 10 of these in existence, and they seal off all the 
evilness of the 20th the 20th century mainly revolving around world war ii and i supposedly if you open them all up there's 10 of these two are known to exist that um or two are known where the locations are there's eight that are missing open them all up and it releases all the evil back into the world that's the that's the story of these things so one of them popped up on ebay a guy bought it um and immediately noticing a foul smell and noticing strange sounds and like illness, supposedly a fo- like illness follows wherever this thing goes. Also, before you can for clarification, there's the ones you're talking about and then there's modern day ones right. that have. So there is a difference. Well, the Dybbuk box is talking about the Jewish. Right. This is the Which Jewish is the lore. original, just for clarification. This is the original right. so story. This is the origins of where they came from. So if you get on eBay or something and you look one up, it's not going to be one of these. It's going right. to be someone. It might be legit. It might, it might not. not it might not be. Right, Samantha? <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot. <laughs> we have a supposedly cursed doll. That's not. Right, Samantha? You know, it's really funny. As soon as we put that thing up there, it has not moved once. I'm kind of disappointed. <laughs> I'm not saying she's not cursed because it could have been environment. I mean, I always it could have been environment. It could have been. I'm always she just, just might not have been happy where she maybe, was. You know, maybe maybe she really loves us. Maybe because every time I come in here, I'm always expecting the room to be trashed, and it's like she never moves. I'm like, oh darn. Back she to doesn't the, want to move. Maybe. Well, maybe Hello Kitty is just keeping her company up there. She just needed some friends. Maybe. So the haunted Dybbuk box is a the one the famous one is a Jewish wine cabinet. Uh, it's from Jewish folklore, referencing an evil spirit believed to be the dislocated soul of a dead person that possesses the living. This particular one was purchased by Jason Hexton in 2004. He said, the day it arrived, I put my hands on it, and it almost feels like the thing collapses into a liquid state. He further stated, I feel like a knife is coming into my gut. I'm paralyzed in pain, and when I go to bed, I have a terrible dreams of a hag that seems to come with the box. Previous Divid Box owners have experienced a horrid, foul-smelling aroma. Shadow people, illness, delusions, hives, welts, flares, and emotions, and of course, nightmares. Haxton stated that he had a string of what he would call bad luck along with the strange illness. So, what's interesting about this one, this guy wrote a book on it. And I know there's a lot of famous stories about all this stuff. I think it's fake. Because... Nothing is traced back with this box until this guy has it and he wrote a book about it. Now, what's interesting, though, is Zach Baggins from... Or Zach Baggins? Baggins? From the... Are you thinking about Lord of the Rings? You're over there saying Baggins? It's Zach <laughs> Baggins. Bilbo. Right? Zach Baggins, the guy who does um, Ghost Explorers or whatever. I don't know his name. And I know his name is Zach. I do not know okay. his last name. Um, I have very little information on him, and yeah. I. Everyone who's wa- like listening or watching, you're probably like, "Oh, you dumbass! Don't know." Okay, it's I intentionally, yeah, I intentionally don't. Not know really anything. a big fan. I'm not of a his. fan of that show. Okay, so no he, offense, I just am not. Oh wait, no, he's right here. B a g a n s because I was looking saying, at something yeah. else. Yes, I'm sorry, I was looking at something else. Yeah, and Zach, so Zach Baggins. Yeah, I apparently just scrolled right past. He does him. sound like a like a reject Lord of the Rings character. Um, Las Vegas, he has a uh, haunted museum in Las Vegas, and that's where the box now Zach, resides. The last, ho- the lost Hobbit. <laughs> 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 I don't think there's I'm so funny. <laughs> no, I'm just thinking Zach Morris from Saved by Bell as a he's, Hobbit. It's it's <laughs> like um him as a Hobbit, and that's why he's the lost Hobbit because no one wants yeah. to be his friend. So the box now resides in his haunted museum in Las Vegas. However, shortly after its arrival, holes began shortly uh, appearing into the walls. 
And then um, also anyone who's around it notices the, a foul smell or starts feeling ill. Um, and apparently a cursed cur- uh, Post Malone. I was just going to say, yeah. I was just going to say, I saw that Post Malone yeah. apparently was cursed. Because he went there and they did a whole thing on like a television special and he was there. I wish we and could get Post Malone on our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. Uh, Zach touched the box and then Malone touched his so- shoulder, which is involved. Okay. And then, which is apparently all the curse needed. Two months after filming the show, Malone was involved in an emergency landing after his private jet's wheels were damaged in flight. A month later, he was in a high-speed car crash. He was also the target of a home invasion where armed intruders broke into a house that he used to own. And he went on to even say, I think God hates me. Um, so I would say, okay, this is a situation of where something clearly is a curse. Like right. when you have this isolated situation that you know you interact with said object or place and then all of a sudden all this really bad stuff starts happening to you that does not connect <laughs> to one another and has never happened to you before right. yeah i would say that's enough to be like okay yes you have a curse you need to go get yourself cleansed so the, one, Malone, the one thing that's cleansed, about the dip box that if you haven't already kind of bothers me other than like the fact that it's in the museum now the only the previous owner was this Jason Hexton guy. I think he's from like England or something like that. He wrote a book and everything on this thing, but like there's no history of this until it's on a random eBay listing and he bought it on eBay and that's where the whole thing starts is from eBay. And it's not I'm not saying there's this weird stuff on eBay because trust me, we know there's plenty oh, there's of weird so shit much on, weird eBay. Stuff on eBay. But like write a book on how much I just feel like stuff on eBay is. This is known as one of the most cursed things in all of human history. And it was on sale for eBay. <laughs> Which, I mean... <laughs> so I'm not saying it's not cursed. Um, it it very well could be cursed, but I agree with you that maybe the story isn't true. Um, or maybe it's exaggerated. Maybe it's exaggerated. Yeah. But I do see that there's some reality and truth to it by the fact that now modern day people are making these right. um practicing black magic and making these and they are well now there's a bunch of them on ebay right like, God, just type in dibic box on ebay and it's just like a whole listing you of just know, tons of these things yeah that and are making yeah and if you open them there's people that have opened them and they've Sometimes. had a lot of things happen um i was trying to find the youtuber that did it that i was telling you about but i can't find anywhere anything about it but he opened one of these and first before he opened it, like he put it over the EMF reader and every time it got close, like it went off and then he opened it and like all this series of bad things happened to him and kept happening until he had someone come cleanse his home. Hmm. And then everything went away and all this really good stuff started happening to him. So I feel like there's also some credibility there as far as, you know, nothing's going on. Right. And then I open this box, this bad stuff's happening to me and it won't stop happening. I come get cleansed. It stops. So I feel like that's a lot of relating back to what I was saying about curses being from energy. If you're practicing black magic and you make one of these and you put your intent and your energy in there and then you seal it, everything's stuck in there. So, of course, when somebody else opens it, that's going to come out at them. Speaking of which. Especially if that's your intent. Like when somebody opens this, I just want their life to get completely fucked up. (laughs) Then that's what's going to happen. So where I work, I work with people with disabilities. And there's this girl there who has a litany of stuff. I mean, it's just like, I feel bad for her. She also has an extreme case of schizophrenia. So she 
got mad at one of my coworkers. This happened like four or five years ago. So this is before I started working there. She made some kind of box and she wouldn't let anyone touch it or even go near it unless it was my, she was designed for my one coworker. Now I was the only person who could open it. And she's like, I'm not touching that thing. One of the other guys who worked there, he was like, well, I'm curious. So he opened it up and it was like, all oh, these like random things like broken glass and dirt and all kinds of stuff. And she's like, she was trying to curse me. <laughs> and they ended up like throwing away the box, but like, no joke. I, th- I think that's her. I don't know if she was able to do it, but I think that was definitely her intent. Was trying to that's curse her because she did not like her at all. Yeah, I'm surprised that didn't work since the box was open. Right. But you almost wonder if it didn't work because the wrong person opened it. Maybe. Who knows? Who knows? I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean it's that. this girl. Or maybe is, they did it wrong. This girl has a lot of issues, unfortunately. Um. But uh, yeah. So there is some uh, cursed books. There's the cursed movies. Cursed movies as well. Poltergeist is cur- apparently cursed. The Superman movie is cursed. Well, let's talk about Poltergeist. Uh, it says four cast members died during and soon after filming the series. Yeah. I know the little girl was murdered. Yeah. So. Um, and they had problems on the set as well. Well, let's talk about why, why the poltergeist was said to be cursed. Why was it? Um, real cadavers were used as props in various scenes. Well, that would do it. I mean, yeah, <laughs> if I was dead yeah. and somebody was like, without my permission, that. I'd be like, fuck you. Yeah. So I could see why. Guess what? You're dead now too. Right. And then See the exorc- if somebody uses your cadaver without your permission. But then the exorcist had all kinds of issues. They had a, they had a priest come by every two weeks to bless the set. <laughs> I think people- there's a lot of reason yeah. behind it. I think it's, first mm-hmm. of all, what you're messing with. Right. The whole ideology yeah, yeah. of what you're messing with. And on top of that, too. The, is you're um, just opening yourself up yeah. to it. But everyone, like, a couple people got hurt. Uh, the, like, the main uh, priest, like, he got injured quite a bit during some of the stunts that went wrong. The set burned down. Um Everyone, a couple people got sick, like horribly sick. They, uh, yeah, they just got to a point where they had a priest come by every like week or so and bless the set. And then and once they started doing that, everything went fine. Uh, cursed books. There's a lot of those. <laughs> um, there is a bunch of those. And I feel like that is probably one of the most um, common curses. Common curses and probably one of the most believable situations right. because you're taking a lot of information and you're putting it in into one book and you're making it into like something that was words and ideas and now it's a physical thing that you can touch and you can mess with and I feel like a lot of intention goes into that. I mean anybody who's any type of writer can tell you that when I'm writing I'm putting in a lot of emotion and you're putting your lot of a lot of yourself into it so you know doing the math if you write something that's you know this is an example of that so this um, is the if you're writing something and it has intent to it that is negative then that could easily pour into a physical manifestation of the pages and right so this is the gigx codex known was as the unexplained yeah this is devil the in the middle of it yeah, well, it's the that's the most famous page of the entire book. Right. Which well, inter- that's the most famous page of the book because they don't understand why it's there. <laughs> right. There's no explanation. <laughs> They're just like this random <laughs> devil's like, hey, what's up? So this is, I forget how many pages. It's also known as, I think the, it's also known as the Book of the Devil or something. Devil's Bible. Devil's Bible. Devil's Bible. That's, Devil's what, it Bible. that's what it's known as. Um, it's one of the largest books in existence. 
Uh, it's in a museum in Sweden right now, and also it's completely available for free online. You can look through it on yes, as a PDF. I've actually looked through it. It's kind of a, it's a very interesting book. It's massive. That's what it's called, the Gigax, Gigax Codex. It's like things like a big book or something. But like here's that. my thing that I've always noticed: How do we really know he's bad? He doesn't look very unhappy to me. He doesn't look very <laughs> angry to me. He looks like he maybe oh. isn't really happy. He might be on a lot of drugs right now, um, but he's having a good fucking time in his underwear. So this book is about the size of a table. I mean, it's, I think they said it's like three and a half feet long or something like that. Um, yeah, it definitely takes, I know it definitely takes uh, two paid people to lift it to, well, not just to lift it, but to but turn the page because yeah. somebody has to be on each one person has it's to be on each end. 300 and some odd pages. I think they said all of it's available online to look at. And on the craziest part about this whole story is it was supposedly written in one night. Yeah. And it's all by like hand <clears throat> So there was by a, one person. So there was one a, person did this. So supposedly there's many stories to this. The, there's many different stories to the book, but the one of the more famous ones is a monk was, I forget what exactly. The, yeah, what this he is did. the one that yeah. I'm the most familiar yeah. with. A monk uh, was told, did something and he had atoned for his sins and he was supposed to be executed and he was locked in his cell for 24 hours and they told him, okay, you can, if you write a book about like the history of everything, like the history of the world and like one night you can, we'll let you go. So they went to go in the next day, and he had written the book, but supposedly with the help of the they devil. Should have checked every page. <laughs> yeah, and there's a giant painting of the devil in one of the in one of the um, pages. Why is his face green? I don't know. And he has two tongues. Yeah, but supposedly that I guess was, why not? Like so that's that's the famous lore. It was written in one day. I mean that's that's a legend. I don't you know I <laughs> don't. I think it would be almost impossible. It's, it's, it is impossible. There's no way that could be done. There's no way that could be done. Yeah. That could it's, be done. It, it's a, apparently, it like encompasses all of human history in that book. There's no way. So it's like, how the fuck? So, I mean, that's the story. It's the legend. I mean, it's stuff like that when you hear that and you're like, okay, this is obviously impossible. It makes me even more so want to know what the original story, story is. Like, yeah. Who right and why and why did we just decide like no probably just devil. some people but if it was anything real it probably just took someone their lifetime to write it or took a group of people to do it but right. the but that's what I've heard is the as far as the research as far as the research that they've done on it they said it would take yeah like two lifetimes to, right to have that whole thing done so like there's even question whether it was really one person right or multiple people are like I maybe think they said that the handwriting all matches though. That's the weird part. Like all the handwriting is exactly the same throughout the entire book, which is one of the weirdest things about it. Weird. Yeah, it's oh. really freaky. So <laughs> it's really, it's really weird. It's one of the strangest uh, things in existence. Um, there is phone numbers can also be cursed, though. That's another. There's the Bulgarian phone number. Have you ever heard of this one? Um, the no, but remember the time I sat here. Um, and looked up phone numbers. One day, um, Jordan and I were setting up for uh, a recording. I don't remember which episode we were recording, but you were. It was really you were setting up, and I was looking up cursed phone numbers on the <laughs> internet and calling all of them. Um, most of them were disconnected, um, but it ne- nothing ever came of any of them. So, I mean, if you ever want a fun activity, Google cursed phone numbers and. So there is one that's real. It's called the Bulgarian phone number. The phone number is 359-888-888-888. 
<laughs> and if you call it, it says this phone number is no longer in use. Three people for real who have all had this number died. And two of them were murdered. And um, one died of cancer. One died of cancer. And what the guy who died of cancer, I think he was the original owner of the phone number. And supposedly, and he was the owner of the Bulgarian uh, mobile company. <laughs> the owner of the Bulgarian com- like mobile company died of cancer. And they said there are rumors, speculation that um, a mo- uh, like another organization gave him like disease. And that's what killed him. And the two other guys, one was a drug kingpin and he got assassinated. And the other guy was a, I forget, some kind of crime lord. And he also got assassinated while on a date. And they, all three of them had their phone on them at the time of death. So freaky that the company finally just, just disabled the phone number because everyone, all three of them died. So this is even lore. This is all like legit real. I actually did some like research and yeah, like all these three people did really exist. It really did happen. And if you talk to the company about it, they say they don't do not mention private numbers. Uh, let's see. The CEO of Mobitel, Vladimir Grashnov, uh, owned the phone number. He died of cancer in 2001. The Daily Mail, the Daily Mail reported that his cancer was actually caused by a rival phone company using radioactive poisoning. And then a mafia boss was gunned down in 2003 in the Netherlands during a trip inspecting his massive narcotics empire. And then the third one was in 2005, uh, which was in the cap in Bulgaria's capital. Uh, let's see, what was he? He was a crooked businessman, and he was murdered while on a date. And his case is still open. And all three of them had their phones on him when he died. Hmm. Yeah, that one's really weird. So it's uh, not in service anymore. Obviously. <laughs> right? Um, this one is really weird. Have you heard of the Tamino's Help Home? No. All right, this one's really weird. Okay, Tamino's Help Home uh, is probably my favorite curse. Because, <laughs> you know. You, you have a favorite curse. You do have a favorite curse. I'm, I'm that type of weird-ass person, right? You know, This is the one that's written by uh, Sajo Yasuo. Uh, he was a Japanese poet, and this was written in 1919. Uh, the, com- the poem contains imagery of... Violent illness, visions of hell, imprisonment, uh, messages of like sadomasochism, a bunch of other lovely, lovely things. Now, where the curse comes in, supposedly, if you read the curse out loud, which you should never do that with any curse. (laughs) So, if you read the poem out loud, so you can read it to yourself, but if you read it out loud, but again, that's what they say about a lot of like if you read it out loud, then you're speaking it into existence. So, if you supposedly read it in its original Japanese native tongue. It curses you even more if you read it in English. This is one of those moments where I'm really glad I don't, as much as I would like to, I'm really glad that I don't know Japanese. So, but you can also read it in English. Now, what's great about this one is there's lots of YouTube videos of people actually reading it. And? (laughs) And some people say they got sick some people don't and it's really funny too if you like watch the like videos like comment sections even the people in the comment sections like yeah I read it out loud and stuff which those I can only hold up so much credibility so to if a- you are watching this video on YouTube we will post the, t- the poem and it's entirely in the description and you can try this for yourself <laughs> knock yourself out go for it um they will come with a uh, warning from us and if you do get cursed it's on you that's on you that's nothing you you're making that choice i'm not making you jordan's not making you you're making so that there's choice. a there's a director who made a film called pastoral to die in the country in 1974 
and it's based off the poem. And then he died shortly after the movie was made. Um, a female college student was reportedly died a week after reading the poem to her friends while on a dare. There have been reports and stories of victims feeling mysterious illness, car wrecks, and the feeling of an evil presence lingering around them after reading the poem. Uh, however, there are many videos on YouTube of brave folk reading the poem out loud. So it's kind of a here or there what it is. It's super creepy. Maybe it's just dependent on like most other things, how much of your emotion and belief you put into it right. as you're reading. I mean, if somebody picks it up as like, this isn't going to work right. and you know, they don't, they're just like, What's whatever, probably. But if you're picking it up, like nah. this is going to be so bad and something's going to happen to me. And then yeah. you put that into, you put that out there. There's, and, there's a video channel of a guy's, uh, I think his channel is like, will it kill me? And he just tries all this crazy stuff that's supposedly cursed. And, and he's still making videos. Clearly the answer <laughs> is no. So it's like, and I think the video he did for the, uh, the Tomino's Hell poem is like probably like eight years old or something like that by now. And he's still alive. So, you know, maybe, maybe there's nothing to it. But he did read it in English, not Japanese. So there's that. But the, the original poet was a children's nursery rhymes. <laughs> that's what he wrote. <laughs> what is these people who like write children's stories and they're the most like screwed up people? So that that is one of my favorite curses just because it's so crazy and it's really weird. <laughs> it has a lot in common with you. Why is that? Because you're weird and crazy. Yeah, that's true. Um, <laughs> I'm. Uh, how did I? Why did I have to explain that to you? All right, I guess so. <laughs> um, there's also the belief that people can be cursed. So, um, right. I mean, that's the logic behind the whole burial of King Tut. Um, yeah. was believed that he cursed himself. Right. Um, His the, families are supposedly cursed. The original owner of the uh, Hope Diamond yep. that we briefly talked mm -hmm. about, um, that's the whole idea behind that, was the reason that Diamond's cursed is because she was cursed. Um, her name is Evelyn Walsh um, McLean, if anybody wants to look into her. Um, there's like a whole list. There's people that believe that Robert F. Kennedy was cursed. Well, the um, Kennedys, that, that's one of some the, All the Kennedys were cursed. That's what I mean, how families are supposedly cursed. cursed. Like there's supposedly there is the Kennedy curse. Yeah. Fun um, I think we should also think now is also a really good time to um, discuss the unforgivable curses. <laughs> or like the forbidden curses as they're also. I thought you meant from Harry Potter. <laughs> well, no, like when I was saying I mean, that's kinda there's, that's kinda idea there's like an example of like well, I was saying a good example of that is you see this a lot in like movies and TV shows right. and books, comedies and like Harry Potter is right. an example. There's a lot of other like magic related shows and stuff where they'll talk about, oh, it's um you you're not allowed to like perform this this is unforgivable or it's forbidden or like for a really cheesy example in aladdin the genie's like you can't wish for this and this and this oh yeah and yeah, those yeah. are all <laughs> things that trail back to like magic that you're not supposed uh, to do like you're not supposed to like yeah exactly you're not supposed to raise anybody from the dead you're not supposed to kill anybody you're not supposed to like make anybody fall in love with you because yeah. it's you know it goes against right other people's free will you know it's you're not allowed to cut off someone else's life that's not a power that you're supposed to be able to have um and this is of course you really shouldn't go like physically murder anybody but they're just referring to like you can't 
sit down and create a curse to kill somebody else like because tenfold comes back on you and right yeah well you're going to be in trouble then and obviously reason why you shouldn't raise anybody from the dead i feel like that's very self-explainable like you just really there's a lot of movies and tv shows on why you shouldn't do that and yeah no there's one place that we actually went to was the uh kind of going a little bit different from what you were just talking about but the hazaret angel the angel of death or victorious in in cleveland which is at the lakewood uh cemetery and uh if you've never seen it it's a very large statue of an angel and it looks like it's crying because it's made out of bronze and the way it's been rusting it looks like it's like weeping and supposedly it's like that is heavily cursed so one of the big things they say you're not supposed to do is you're not supposed to kiss her on the mouth. Right. Because what happens? You die. <laughs> yeah. Um, Jordan and I were there and we took video and pictures, but we both left offering. Um, and weird. I don't know about you, but before I did, I personally said, hey, I'm going to take a picture of you now. Yeah. Um, I hope that's okay. And then I left. Um, I just so happened to have this like really fancy hair clip in my purse that I left there. Yep. <laughs> it was like a hodgepodge of the most random offerings I've ever seen for anything. It was like bus tickets. Well, it's like probably lighters. people were probably doing what we were doing and just grabbing whatever they, they had. had. Yeah, exactly. Um, it was like the most craziest altar I've ever seen of the most random array of shit. And I will say, of. like, standing in front of it, it is very, like, it's extremely intimidating. It, I was it's just going to, that's the exact word. Massive. The exact word I was going to look at. It's very intimidating. It's not just the size of it, but it's like the facial expression and, like, the eyes are very empty and yeah. it's very intimidating. Like, I could see. Just, like, you, once you see it, it's, wow, it's, it's pretty massive. Um, I have additional information about it, though. Um, the statue itself was not erected by anyone in the family. Okay. Um, it was erected by a woman named Teresa. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing the last name right, but it's Feldervert, I think. It looks like her son died and she married someone. I don't know how it relates, how all that relates to the angel, but she erected it. Okay, so her apparently her son i don't know he's not related to that family apparently he's buried over there and she erected it for her son okay i don't know if he was there first and they were and he was moved or what happened but that's why it's It's just a massive gravestone um and her son died when he was 18 so he died tragically it seems like um so that's that's apparently why but apparently every year on halloween the legend is um and her eyes are dark. You'll see yep. that her eyes are dark. Um, the legend says every year on Halloween they darken even more. Hmm. And don't kiss her on the lips. Don't kiss her on the lips. Cursed. Somebody's going to go kiss her on the lips. Oh, no. Right? People already have. I think there's even, if you look it up online, I think there's even photos of people. And you're not it. supposed to touch your eyes either. Or you'll get a disease. I don't think when we went there, and I, I don't even think I touched it. Incurable disease. Oh, no. I, I put my, <laughs> I don't even think I touched it when <laughs> I put my like. I, uh, I've, I think I put a button or something on it. I was just like, okay. Yeah. Um, so specifically, <laughs> if you kiss her on the lips, your heart will stop beating and you will die instantly. Okay, I don't believe that. Um, anyone <laughs> who attempts to destroy the statue will also be instantly killed. There's also, in addition, dying. there are many stories of people who touched the angel and subsequently died a terrible death. <laughs> yeah, I didn't touch it. Right I didn't there. touch it. Yeah, I got a lot of video of it. But. She's very creepy, though. Um, she does have. Um, 
She's like a, on a like badass throne though. Yeah, too. I feel like that's part of the reason it's very well. Yeah, she's sitting on a yeah she's sitting on a chair, so it's this major, damn huge statue. So that's when we actually got to see in person. But I will say, as far as curses go, um, I think whether or not you believe in curses in general or a specific curse, um, it's important just as like with any belief that you treat that with respect. Whether if even if you don't believe it, right. You know, just because, oh, I don't believe that a debacle docs is going to curse me, I'm going to open it. If you mess with it, even if you don't believe within someone else put intent to it, that was negative, that can backfire on you. Whether And there's people, I'm saying that because there's people out there that think, if I don't believe in it, nothing can happen to me. Right. And that's not necessarily true. If someone put enough intent to it, enough energy into it, and then you come along and mess with it. Yeah, I totally agree. Having said all that, if you have any cursed items and you want to send it to our way, we have a friend who would love to hold on to it and experience with it. Hi, Randy. And who will come on our show and talk about it. So we have a friend who's crazy enough to hold on to haunted and cursed Surprise. items. <laughs> right? <laughs> hey, he even said himself, he's like, hey, bring it my way and I'll see what happens. Um, yeah. So even, <laughs> even if it's just for... Kicks and giggles. Yeah, um, we will we will gladly accept your cursed things. Even if you want to try and make something cursed, see if uh, it works. Yeah. <laughs> Are we really encouraging people to make a curse? No, no I don't think um, we should. No, no. <laughs> please don't. Please don't. <laughs> Especially since if you don't know what you're doing, then you could just hurt right. yourself or people close to you. So I wouldn't recommend it. And even if you know what you're doing, you still probably shouldn't be doing that because. Agreed. That's just an a-hole move. Right. I had a, uh, I had a, my own weird personal experience. This happened, this started happening, oh my God, like over 20 years ago, about 20 years ago. So it was like, I was really young. But, uh, so my friends and I were driving, we're listening to Social Distortion song, Bad Luck. And it's just like it starts. I don't up. like that song. That's probably it's probably why. Well, it's social distortion it's too, boring. so it's kind of boring. Yeah, everything's. Mm. Yeah, so we're listening. We're listening to this song, "Bad Luck," and uh, it's like starts off like thirteen's my lucky number and all this other crap, and it's just listing off all these like really, really bad luck things. My friends and I are driving along the freeway, and we're like, "Oh, he's like." My friends like making fun of me. He's like, "No, we're listening to like the most depressing song for one of the most depressing bands," and I was like, "It's fine. Like, what's gonna happen?" And it's then true. like literally like. Couple minutes, not even after that. Like really, right after that, I I blew a tire on the freeway, <laughs> and we were stranded for like an hour and a half because I didn't have a replacement. A song came on again uh, a little bit later after that, like, and then my car died again. So I've now had two car problems with that song. I was at a show tuning up my bass. And the song played, and I was like, oh, shit. And literally, I blew a string on my bass, which I never do. Uh, later on, I had my car die again. I got injured when the song started playing. So I was just like, fuck this song. Do you wonder, too, <laughs> if like it maybe got to the point, too, that you were like I, feeding it because you I were just like made, new? That could have been it. Maybe it was just my own Because they say that thing. like yes, it can happen, and then like the reason it survives and thrives is because then you feed into so it. So this song is like been my like oh my god I, I like for years i was just terrified of this fucking song anytime i played i'd be like running for cover and uh so this went on for like 10 years every time we could play something bad would happen and then like finally i remember i was like um 
putting i was like putting i just moved into a new apartment and i had like a, my like pandora on this is like before spotify and it was like back on just like a radio station the song came on i was like oh, fuck whatever nothing bad happened and then like ever since then i have like i would hear the song occasionally and like nothing bad happens when i hear it but to this day i still like you're just like i don't i don't really listen to social distortion that much anymore anyway but it's like i, I I don't go out of my way to listen to that Probably song. Good decision. <laughs> like, like I, I re- pretty much like do not listen to that song at all. Sorry, I'm just not a social distortion fan. It's fine. His voice bores They're me. They're kind of hit or miss with a lot of people, but uh, yeah, nothing um, personal about social distortion. Just it doesn't do it for me. I was really into them, not so much anymore, but um, like when I was younger. But uh, yeah, that song for whatever fucking reason was like every time it played, like something terrible would happen. So not like life tragedy terrible but you know getting in the way type terrible but yeah so that's one of those things that i do not mess with i don't know i just but you know on the other end of the spectrum you can have items that are cursed you can also have items that are blessed that's totally you can have things that are like which for clarification (laughs) i believe is vastly different than luck just because i feel like there's going to be that one person out there that's going to be like but you said you didn't (laughs) believe in luck well that's not the same thing so (laughs) having said all that if uh you yourself uh have any experiences with curses you know you can always contact us at info at the spooky door.com you can hit us up on social media on facebook instagram or twitter we also now have merch uh you can get that at the spooky door.com you can also buy us a cup of coffee on our website uh that's just to help support the show which we thank very much you can also reach out to us on our um facebook and instagram via messaging though not a lot of people think about that but we're pretty good about getting back to you if you just have a story you want to tell us we might not get back right away but we're we'll get back to you right we're and good about that we of course now also have the youtube channel so you can uh leave a comment below if you're listening if you're watching the youtube video thank you so much thanks even if you're listening thanks yes thank you. um also if you listen on itunes um please feel free to give us a rating um tell us what you think hey we recently got our first one star rating and we it's like oh we finally made it (laughs) right 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 tell us what you think right but if you are going to give us a one star rating tell us what you don't like yes we'll work on it um that was my pet peeve with that they didn't tell us what they didn't like they just were like i don't like you um or if you um are you know our youtube subscribe hit the like button you can leave us a little comment too again we will respond to you if you're just listening to this once again thank you so much for being a listener And journey with us next time through the Spooky Door.